animal fats could soon be in plant-based meats. But not how you'd think anyway. Joining us is the co-founder of meat alternative company, Genuine Taste. Let's welcome Puya Mamagani joining us on the show today. Puya, how you how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Excellent. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay, I've always been like a meat and potatoes kind of guy, so you're going to have to convince me a little bit here on what's going on, but tell us exactly what's happening here. Yeah, basically, we know that uh, there are some meat alternatives nowadays, plant-based uh, meat, etc., but there's a problem with them. People don't like them because of the taste, texture, and experience that they, they get from these products. It turns out one of the biggest contributor of the meat products that we are we are used to eat is the fat. Actually, the juiciness, the, the taste, and aroma mostly comes from the fat. And they're, they're, when it comes to plant-based alternatives, they use plant-based oil. But the plant-based oil is very simple oil. It's not anything close to fat, animal fat which has more than 40 fatty acids. But the problem is that these simple fats, they cannot make the aroma and taste. So what we are doing, we are making animal fat outside the animal without harming animal. We call this technique cultured meat or cultured fat. So the way it works, we take some a few uh, single cells from the animal and then we expanded in bioreactors, the tanks that you have seen in, in maybe uh, science uh, news. In those tanks, we expanded indefinitely, and we can make as much as fat that we want. So the question that I got to ask is: Does it taste the same as regular traditional old animal fat? Yes, exactly, because it's exactly the same fat. We have animal cells. They as we have those cells in the body of animal, but instead of being multiplied and doubled inside the animal body, we are doing this process outside the animal. So exactly same composition. So where do you see this going over the next six months to, the, uh, to a year? Is this how, what's it gonna take for this to catch on? So right now we are making small samples. As you know, there is a big uh, ecosystem around the globe about making this process for meat, for fat. And uh, right now we are like there are some regulatory approvals, like three in US, one in Israel, one is in Qatar, and one in Singapore. We are working with Health Canada to get uh, this pathway also uh, verified in Canada. So in next maybe six to one month, you will not still see, see this product on shelf, but we hope that by two years we will be on shelves. And we, we want to make hybrid products. We add our fat to plant-based meat so they will taste and smell the same as we have from traditional uh, meat products. So if people, people that like to consume these products, they will have a better experience. So let's talk about the positives, and then I'll tell you what's keeping me from jumping on board big time uh, right now anyway. But give us the advantages. Obviously, there's a local ecological footprint here, but what else? What else are people, people who are eating this product, what do they love the most? Yeah, so one is ecological, as you mentioned, 80 to 90% reduction of uh, emissions. But for those who don't care about this, that's okay. Yeah. We are also offering health benefits. Uh, like 
do you know that there there is a uh, one of the biggest contributors to colon cancer around the world is like fatty uh, like fat products that are uh, compact with saturated fat so in our product we are feeding cells with a components that they have more good fat and less saturated fat so significant reduction in colon cancer actually spain gave 5 million euros to one of our competitors in europe to just work on uh, the same product that we are doing just because of uh, public safety and health the other benefit is uh, we, we we can produce different tastes because what we have uh, with a traditional animals is like one single cell, one single breed, but we can mix them and co-culture different, uh, different fats. Uh, in addition, we have uh, like animal welfare for those who care about that. Yeah. It also is going to like contribute a lot to to like reduction of. Uh, like animal farming, like factory farming, I would not say like animal farming, factory farming is the biggest problem here. Uh, we don't uh, have so much problem about free range uh, cows that they have a happy life, but you know that for feeding such big populations that are around in the world, animals are being fa factory farmed in horrible conditions and this can reduce the burden there as well. Okay, so how do you convince somebody from Alberta, and I was born and bred here, how do you convince somebody, and I love Alberta beef, how do you try to convince me to give this at least a try? I, I would just say, uh, like, first of all, I, I think like everyone, one of the biggest missions that we have in front of us is to like exactly tell what's happening to people. What is, what is this product exactly? So what I'm trying to say to people is just understand how cell work. So in, inside our body, cells multiply and make our body. And they use nutrients found in blood to multiply. And we are using the same nutrients, same, uh, exactly the same proje uh, procedure outside the, the body itself. We are not altering the genes of the cells. The cells are exactly the same as they are inside the animal. So the composition will not change. So if you understand this, then you will not be afraid of trying this. And I think the biggest hurdle we have is uh, using educational system and you guys media system to just uh, let people know what's happening here. And uh, like for you guys, I would just say, try if you are trying already uh, plant-based meat, for example, if you care about animals, just try it once, and then you will see how is, that, uh, how is the uh, like replication of the nature outside. These uh, these animals can be uh, like giving the same joy, same taste, but less problems for them. Poya, do you think you can win over Albertans? A lot of people just want to keep supporting the farmers and 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 uh, the cattle ranchers in Alberta. Is it is this the toughest spot in the country? Yeah, I mean, uh, Alberta is a big about that, but as I told, we, we don't see each ourselves as competitors to yeah. farmers, uh, and uh, we hope that we, we, we see a lot of, uh, I mean, Canada is a big country, it has, it, it has very good energy potentials. We also see ourselves as a global player. As you see, like um, the prices are going up. There is uh, uncertainty in supply chain. So I think there is a room for both of these uh, uh, industries to grow together. 
and farmers can be contributors to our supply chain as well. So it, we are it, not completely substituting them. Yeah, it's an alternative. It's nobody's forcing anybody to go this way or the other way. But I, it's an interesting, interesting development on what's going on. Because for me, it's all about that fatty taste. I I got to admit, that's what I love the most about like steak and that kind of thing, and or burgers. So I'm just kind of following your story very closely. Thanks for your time today. Thank you very much.